episode Loaded nine. Oh. Does he sit second, man? No, I don't I think he does. I think Kevin Keegan probably sits second. Oh, my God, what a <laughs> scandal. Austin Eckler versus the cards. Go and fuck yeah. the lot of you. <laughs> Austin Eckler. He's making me like I'm some sort of cameo. Like, I'm coming in and go, and out the bag, England to win. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Loaded Sport, where today we are going to be talking about the return of the Premier League season and week 16 of the NFL season. Joining me to go through both of those subjects are three gents that we're all quite familiar with, but we'll start by introducing Sam. You alright, Sam? Step in a Christmas best time together. Fucking great, it's Christmas, isn't it? Best time of year. I'm sat here, my little drinky poo will come to and uh, yeah, I feel feeling all warm and fuzzy inside. I don't know about you boys. Very good. Uh, also, we're joined by Skin. Skin, you all right? Yes, mate. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. It's been uh, been a very stressful week preparing for the week off that I get between Christmas and New Year. But I'm sure halfway through next week, I'll feel it was very much worth it. So uh, yes, all good. definitely, mate. Can't wait. wait. Can't wait. There we go. And making his return after two weeks to destroy any hopes of Sam's locks on a bet or coming in is Kemp. Welcome back, Kemp. Is he a law? The He's man back. with the mic. Ho, the man with the mic. Hey, hey, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my car. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good, thank you. Mate, yourself? Yeah, living every part of my dream. It's Christmas, baby. He's back with a bang. He's back with a bang. He's oh, back with a bang. Baby. It's the best one yet, that. There we go. You all seem in a very good mood and nice spirits, which is good because it is Christmas. Uh, as well as that, we've all been asked to get a drink together to uh, have a drink whilst enjoying discussing the Premier League and uh, the week 16 of the NFL. So, Sam, we'll start with yourself. What drink have you chosen today? You know, the little rattling of the ice. That is, uh, that is my terrific rum and cola. Plenty of ice. Ooh. And shout out to my man, Dawson, because it's what he bought me for my birthday back in March. Ooh. Peaky by the rum. You're on the peaky. I'm on the peaky. Before we mate, move on was... to anybody else's drinks, and it, it, that, that sounds beautiful, Sam, me and, you, me and you love a rum and coke. It's our tipple. Has yeah, anybody made drinks with friends on a podcast sound any more formal than Adam's just made? <laughs> We've all been asked are... to bring together a presentation and drinks <laughs> for the podcast. It's like we're at a fucking book club, Damn, isn't it? What have you gone with? Exhibit A. It's not the PowerPoint. Bless him. It'll, it'll never change, will he? It's, um, it's a Peaky Blinder rum, as I say. Uh, ben Dawson, God, he made full name shout out. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for my birthday and I don't really drink a lot in, in the house to be honest so it's, it's been hanging about since March so a little little bit of bottle left and I thought you know what tonight's the night I'll celebrate with the boys and uh, yeah. and let's bring in some Christmas yeah got that cola in there and then that peaky just brings that slight hint of vanilla, vanilla. through yes. it yeah yeah it's beautiful tipple so anyone out there likes a bit of rum can't recommend it enough usually about 20-25 quid off Amazon uh, please drink responsibly food. Please drink responsibly. And other retailers are available for your rums and other alcoholic beverages. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lovely little drink, that. Nice. Excellent choice. Skin, what have you gone for? Well, I've gone. I mentioned to Sam before the podcast that he'll be, uh, he'll be impressed with this and he'll be happy. But I've gone with a beer. I, I'm I did think about, yeah, I did go, I did think with a, a rum myself, but I thought I'm going to, I'm just going to have a beer. It's a bit of a rush between work and this. So didn't really have time. So I've, uh, I've got a, a Kolsch. 
the red label oh, Kolsch as well. Is the it? Red label Kolsch, yes, the, the fruit Kolsch. Fruit yeah, Kolsch, fruit. that's my absolute favourite. Oh my yes, God, mate. what a I knew you'd be impressed. Is. So yeah, I I, uh, I was in Morrison's on dinner and I thought, well, I'm here, I'll, I'll get a couple of beers and uh, I saw it on the shelf, so... I Didn't know they sold it in Morrison's. Wow. Neither did I till I saw it. So I'm, like, I'm all over that. Me and Sam had a, a lovely weekend in Germany a few years back with some of the boys and uh, spent <laughs> mo- most of it drinking this absolutely beautiful beer that is known as Cole. So, yeah, don't tend to see it much over here. The, the blue label one anyway. But, yeah, very happy to see that. So I'm halfway mm. down a bottle of that and it is going down wonderfully, as you can imagine. Great find. Nice. Kemp? Fortunately, it's not as... Uh... It's not as adventurous as these two boys. I've just got a nice bottle of Amstel, and it's the last beer I've got before my Christmas stash, which is a nice big crate of Staropraman. So uh, looking forward to cracking that one open. Stuff. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, we're uh, we're at the end of the Amstel, and we're just about to go into the uh, to the Staropraman. So uh, yes, it's a nice Christmas tipple for a nice Christmas podcast. Come on in, I'll give you a little spirit connoisseur, you. Let's have what you're oh, having. Oh, you've stole my word as well. I was looking forward to using that word. Um, I've gone <laughs> Sorry, for uh, I've gone for whiskey as to prove myself. Saying, it's not like a lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> what is your true. word, lock of the week? True. I'm going to go for connoisseur. Very you true. fucking brick, I had that. As long as you don't go for a plethora, we're all right. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Unless you want me moist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh um, I, what type of whiskey have you gone for? I have gone with Johnny Walker Black Label, as uh, okay. requested by uh, Tina. I asked him for um, a recommendation, and he went with uh, Johnny Walker Black Label. I'm really enjoying it. So uh, Shout out to Tina. Fair enough. Shout out to Tina. Well done, mate. Yeah, it's he don't, he don't fuck about with his recommendations for food or alcohol, as we mentioned Absolutely in previous not. podcasts. That Absolutely man is normally not. on point with things. Yeah, it was Always. a very good shout as well. Um, so that's what I'm drinking at the moment. I'm currently three glasses in, so when I start making errors in about 20 seconds' time, you know exactly why. <laughs> Um, right, we will won't make any normal change to be fair. So yeah. it won't make no. We'll, I just we'll put mine out, don't I? Right, we'll start by talking about the return of the Premier League season. A conversation that we had just we before go. the season stopped was Arsenal or Man City to win the Premier League. Sam, I'm going to come to you first, simply because when we had this discussion, I don't believe you was. Uh... Yeah, you could be right there. You know, you were yeah, right. yeah, I think it was. Uh, season were just coming to a close. Mid mid season break for the the old World Cup. I still. Still feel like we should have a moment of silence for World Cup, to be honest, because oh. uh, that that took a, a good month of our time, just up up until Christmas, didn't it? We're oh, it were cracking. You know, every single day, sort of mid morning, I'm I'm missing that ten a.m. Yeah. game mm-hmm. every morning. Soon as group I've stages over it. I've not got over it since group stages have ended. That ten a.m. Yeah. game is absolutely sensual. I'm just, just flicking, flicking ITV over going through Lorraine. Say flicking and me, then. Mm. Oh, baby, <laughs> it's not through. flicking me while watching Lorraine. Well, kid, I could say I wish Lorraine were flicking me and then, but I realise that's been <laughs> 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 Oh, Merry Christmas, oh, Rob. Christ. Jesus yeah, Christ. Well, Rob. Merry Christmas, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, back to Premier League, Dad. <laughs> uh, what what question? <laughs> Arsenal or Man City, I think. It Arsenal was. or Man City, yes, the title race. Uh, right, so just looking at the... T- I mean, you've got to look at Newcastle there. Two point behind Man City. Come on, the boys. Uh, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck out here, and I'm yeah. gonna say Arsenal are gonna they're gonna hold form and they're gonna go in and win it. That's wow. my Christmas prediction. City have had a hell of a lot of players playing in that World Cup that's just gone compared to Arsenal. I know Arsenal have had a few, but City have had I think City United were most in Prem, and I think that might take a toll come 
you know, come April, May time when the crunch. And I think Arsenal might just be a little bit fresher. They've only lost one all season, and I think they might just have a bit enough, a bit too much for them. Got a five-point lead as well. I remember saying that I thought Arsenal Fine, were going to yeah. stick by it. I honestly think this is going to be Arsenal's year. Um, they've got a game in hand over Newcastle. And as far as I'm concerned, even if Newcastle, uh, if, even if Man City lose that game in hand that they've got as well in second place, I still think it's just going to be a two-horse race. I don't think Newcastle are quite going to have enough about them to, to compete. Um, but I think Arsenal are just going to have that little bit more. Five points. What about, what about Spurs, a point below them? Um no, I see. I don't. I don't see Spurs as title contenders. I think they're still some way off, and I know that sounds bad because they're in fourth place and they are realistically within. within Doesn't sound bad, mate. Really, we all know Spurs are bottle jobs, aren't they? So I think you're well within your right to say that. <laughs> I think anybody who says anybody but City and Arsenal are title contenders, then yeah, I'll just play devil's, yourself, devil's really. advocate. Really, oh, you're absolutely right. I think right to do so. They're quite far ahead of some of the other sides. Liverpool appear to have dropped off completely. They're out of the Premier League running. And I, I don't know exactly what's happened to them over this uh, last four or five months from what they were like over the last couple of years. So for me, I just think Arsenal are just a cut above at the moment. I think the big game's going to be Arsenal against Man City. I think that's like third from final game of the season, something like that. Mm. Um, and I think... Four-pointer. Yeah. Six-pointer, that's what they're saying. That's the term. Six-pointer, yeah. I think Arsenal have, uh, <laughs> I think Arsenal have already big beaten four-pointer. this season. Six pointers at bottom of the table, isn't it? So four crucial, crucial four up. pointer. No, four pointers for Champions League. Yeah, it's it's the first slip up at night, isn't it? I've had a, a cap. Critical two pointer for the title. Uh, Many so yes. more of them to come. Uh, I'm standing by Arsenal. Kemp, I know you before we went into the World Cup, you said yes, Manchester City. Are you still yeah. fully behind that? Even more so, sweetie. Ooh, okay. Even more so. Uh, Gabriel Jesus is out until late February 2023. And even though he's not scored as many since the first few weeks of the season when he was on a bit of a rampage. Um, he's, he's vital for setting goals up and being really involved. So I think they're going to miss Gabriel Jesus quite a lot. And like I say, he's out until at least late February by the looks of things. They've also got Tommy, Tommy Asu, who's out you know, for another month or so. So while they might not have lost a lot of players through injury and they might still have quite a few, few players sort of fresh because they didn't have as many at the World Cup as other teams... I think they've lost two crucial uh, pieces of the puzzle there. So I think they're going to fall away. I still think they'll finish comfortably top four, maybe even second. But my uh, my opinion is still Manchester City. It's not changed all season and it hasn't changed now. Just uh, just just on your point, just to yes. let you know that City's last next couple of games are as mm. followed. They've got, <clears throat> excuse me, they've got Leeds United away next. Yep. Uh, just after Christmas. Then they've got Everton. Then yep. it's Chelsea. Then it's United, then it's mm-hmm. Tottenham, then it's mm-hmm. Wolves, and then it's mm-hmm. it's Spurs. So they right. have from now until about early February. The only they have, team got in tough there, no, not for me. The only team in there that worries me worries me as if I was a Chelsea fan would be the Man United game. I think every Chelsea other game. Fan. Why would it worry you as a Chelsea fan? City fan? Spurs don't Spurs don't worry me. It's not having it. It's not papered up a lot. Do we worry if you're a City? Let's carry fan. on then. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, right. if I'm a City That's fan, no I'm not worried. I'm I'm only worried about the Man United game. Hmm. I'm tough, not worried about anything tough. else. It's a tough run in that. And yeah. even and even then, they beat Man United six three, didn't they? So how yeah. worried are they going to be going into that? You know, at Chelsea have Chelsea aren't there, are they? By any means, you know, by any means. Um, Tottenham, 
I don't know. They've not looked impressive this season. They've they've grinded out results, but they've not been as good as I thought they were going to be. So, yeah, if I'm a City fan, there's only one worry there for me, and it's Manchester United. And again, they beat them 6-3. So, you've got to play everybody twice, haven't you? It's going to come to Arsenal at some point. What are your thoughts on the potential of, um, in January, uh, some signings being made? Because, yes, they've only really got Jesus as an out-and-out striker. Is there any arm in them maybe putting some money? This is a great opportunity to put some money into getting another striker that for the next month, month and a half, could get the starting role and then, when Jesus is back, compete with him? I Mm. I think it's a, a wise idea. I just don't think it'll happen. I think they've spent a lot of money in the uh, in the summers of of re- previous seasons, Arsenal, but um, but in January I don't think they've splashed the cash as much from what I can no. sort of remember and gather. And they're at the top of the league, so if they don't splash the cash in January, then I don't think anybody's going to sort of kick off too badly because again they're at the top of the league, so they're in a good strong, good strong position. It's not as if they're chasing. Yeah. So I think, as you say, Adam, for the next month. I think they're going to just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a, that that good idea myself. To be honest, I, I think it's quite short sighted. We've all seen what getting emergency strikers does. You know, United with Agallo, it, it just it's it just stinks of desperation. They're at top. They've got a good team. How many years have, <laughs> have they finally you know took to get this team to settle? I just think adding just someone for. A, they need a someone quick else fix. though. Don't they? they need someone else anyway though? Don't they? Do you not think they need somebody else to back Jesus up and it doesn't yeah, need to be a quick fix? How, how, many, how many quality strikers are always, are always available in January? When you're top of the league, well, more than you think. You make a good point and, you're gonna, and they're going to, if they do get somebody in, they are going to be paying over the odds for what, whoever that top striker is. So that's, again, why I don't think they'll do it. But if they can find a striker that's going to quite comfortably sit behind Jesus and maybe give him a few problems up there and not spend that much money on him, then... I think it's a good idea because they need a backup for Jesus regardless. It's not just short term, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Skin. I'll go back to Kemp's original point. Really, I've said City from the start of the season not the most enlightening or outrageous of picks in itself, but as I said uh, in the weeks leading up to the Christmas break, it, it would come down to squad depth. Manchester City's is pretty phenomenal. They've they've almost got a full second team that they could put out to compete for the title. Arsenal, very strong, but I do worry about once they start getting you know, two or three injuries to that starting 11 slash 13, 14 of main players. And we're going to see that now with Jesus getting injured. So, yeah, I, I still see City being the uh, title winners come May, despite them being five points behind. And I, I think it'll be pushing double figures, to be honest, that, that lead. I, I do think City will ramp away with it and Arsenal will fall off. So. Wow. Yeah, that's where that's where my head is at at the minute. There's no reason to change it because they've not played for a month. No, you make very good points, both of you do, to be fair. But I'm going to stand by uh, what I said with Arsenal. No Premier League games take place until Boxing Day, which means all of our locks need to have concluded um, by, or should I say the only Premier League game we can't go for on Boxing Day is the 8 o'clock kickoff between Arsenal yeah. and West Ham. So that's let's right. get things kicked off with the locks of the week for this Ooh, week. Oh, we go straight in. Let's go. Good go. back. I did, I did uh, spin the wheel a little bit earlier. I did actually do it this time as well. And the first name out was Skin. So Skin, we're yes. going to go to you Ooh. first. Come on then. So my lock of the week, seeing as I get the first pick, um, is Notts County. At home to Oldham in the National League on Boxing Day, 3 p.m. Notts County have been you a popular fucking shitbag. Sorry, mate. Notts County have been a popular pick in the loaded sport world, uh, and for good reason. They currently sit top of the National League, 
by four points over Wrexham, albeit with Wrexham with a game in hand. But their home form has been absolutely phenomenal. They've won four out of the last five games. They've not lost for a long time since mid-October, so well over two months. And I've got no reason to to go against them this weekend. They're top of the table, as I say. Oldham are currently in the relegation zone. Knox County's home form, they've got 22 goals in 11 games, so they're averaging two goals a game. They've only conceded four goals all season at home. And Oldham away are the worst, or sorry, Oldham are the worst away team in the National League with only four points from their 11 away games this season. So I've absolutely no reason, like I say, to, to pick anything else this weekend. So yeah, my lock of the week is Notts County. Nice one. Up next was Kemp. Marvellous. Well, I'm having to default to my second choice. I know because... where it's going to be. I can bet you any Ooh, money I could get. Okay. Is okay. It? All right. Okay. Can well, I take a shot? It's... Yeah, of course you can. Because I don't want to say you say it and I go, oh, No, 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 absolutely. Take a shot. Can I say that your second pick is going to be Wrexham? No, you're incorrect. Oh, you like Wrexham. You've liked them in the I past. I do. I have. I have liked Wrexham in the past. But I like Sheffield United a little bit more. Ooh, uh, okay. Home against Coventry. We've, last few weeks, we've uh, ground out results when we've not been playing particularly well. But I think with this McBurney stuff behind us, he's looking as though he's getting back to full fitness now. And the, obviously the court case is now settled in the sense that he's been acquitted, which is great. So I think we'll uh, we'll, we'll do Coventry quite comfortably. I don't think they're doing too well this season. And I mean, they're doing eighth. They're doing eighth, so they're doing okay. But I think they're in, in recent times they've they've, uh, they've they've been quite unsettled these last few weeks. I think off the pitch, especially with the the news that your mate Mike Ashley's bought their stadium and he's not letting them play in it. Oh, at some point soon. So yeah, I think we're going to win. I think we'll, uh, we'll we'll win and we'll get it over the line. So that'll be my luck of the week for this week. Nice, nice one. one, Sam. Are you not? Are mm. you are you putting yourself last, Aggie? Just because you've done wheel, or are you like? I am not. The it? wheel put me last, which oh, means fine, I'm first for the uh, the scorers because we're doing that snake format, aren't we? So it'll go back. Yeah, to that's after. that's fair, mate. That's fair. Lock of the week this week. I'm going for seventh place Preston at home to beat. 24th placed Huddersfield. Nice. Huddersfield just um, haven't got going at all this season. Preston, I mean, I think they have uh, they have a bit of a bad patch. Preston, and I'm I'm counting on them to bounce back this week. I think they've they have won one in the last three, so it um, it is a bit of a riskier lock than you'd normally see. But I'm going to go for Preston at home to Huddersfield. I like. Do you it. know what with Huddersfield? Me. What because I went to watch Sheffield United a couple of weeks ago against Huddersfield. And what's well, a couple of weeks ago last week. And what surprised me about Huddersfield is that they were very, very defensively resolute. We, we struggled to break them down a lot of the time, and they looked pretty good. And we only managed to squeak out a one-nil win against them. So mm. I am surprised they're in the position that they're in in one sense, but in another sense, they it, we could have played till ne- you know following Tuesday, and they wouldn't have scored a goal. Yeah. So I think having uh, Huddersfield to definitely lose is a safe bet, but Preston to win. I like it, but I, I would worry because Huddersfield are quite strong. But I'm going to contradict yeah. myself when it comes to scorers. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, well, Huddersfield, they've only, they've only won one in the last five, and I think Preston have won three out of the last five, so I'm just going on form, current form at the minute. Yes, yeah, I think it's a good pick. Mate, oh, you're right there. to do so, and it's a, it's, it's a decent pick. I just think the surprise for me about Huddersfield, when you look at teams at the bottom of the league, you expect them to be shipping loads of goals and not being able to score any goals. But well, that's what surprised me about Huddersfield, just sort of as a side note more than anything, that they defended, defended really well. And I was surprised to see that they did do that when they are, like I say, adrift a little bit at the bottom of the league or at the bottom, near the bottom of the table. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to go with League One leaders Plymouth to beat 17th place Cheltenham. Plymouth have gone Ooh. back to the top of the league. I think it was last weekend. Um, and they've lost just one in their last seven games in all competitions. And they've won their last three on the bounce. So I highly expect them to beat Cheltenham. I did. Skid is, is gone away. They're away. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of what I've gone for is away, to be fair. So I apologise, Skin and Sam as well. Um, yeah. Small Sam, to be fair, he's, uh, <laughs> he's 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 got the money riding on it, but he let himself Neither down last really week, like so he can't blame games. anyone. Neither no. of you really like the away games. Um, I did have Liverpool to beat Villa, but for some reason in the Premier League, it just seems, feels to me like it's a complete, like almost yeah, like it's, it's a new it, season. It's one of them, into I looked mm. at Arsenal and United before realising when they were kicking off, and then it was like, yeah, give it a week or two, I think, before we start considering the Prem teams after the break. But no, I get that. Um, so I'm now going to contradict that and go with my scorer lock, which I've actually got three written down. And I'm going to go with Mitrovic for Fulham. Oh, you son oh. of a bitch. Against oh. Crystal Palace. Nice. I think that's uh, that's the safe bet that I'm going to go for. Apologies, Sam. Nine but goals. It's over to you yeah. now, mate, to take you back up. Nine goals already this season. I think that's a, that's a good... Uh... That's a good bet, that. Uh, I'm going to have to go for my backup then, which is Ivan Tony on the back of... Um, oh, nice. The back That's of all the comments. Against Spurs, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Early oh. kick-off. It's good um, that you're backing him because he will definitely be backing himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I think with all the contra- contra- controversy around him, I think he's going to come out with a bit of a chip on his shoulder, a point to prove. Uh, I think he will I think he will score. And he is eligible to play as well. I did check that. Nice. Uh, Kemp? Hello. I'm going to contradict myself from what I've just said to Sam about Huddersfield being defensively resolute. And I'm going to have my scorer as Chedwin Evans. Um, <laughs> he's, wow. he's Preston's top scorer this season so far. And yeah, again, he's, he's probably the most likely that I've seen that's going to score for my lock scorer. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, big Ched Evans, the former blade to get a goal against the defensively resolute Huddersfield town. Nice, nice. one. Skin. Uh, well, thankfully, despite going last on these scorers, my first choice pick is still there, as well as my backup had that p- player gone. But I'm going to stick in the National League. I'm going to stick with Notts County, and I'm going to go for the loaded sport favourite that is Macaulay Langstaff, <laughs> current top scorer in the National League. We've spoke a lot about whether he might end up moving to a, a league club in this uh, upcoming transfer window. But for now, he is still there. For now, he has scored 21 goals in 23 games for Notts County and he loves scoring at home. So I have no reason to change that scene as he is still there. So yeah, Macaulay Langstaff for me is my scorer of the week. Out of interest, who was your backup? It was the person that I had a feeling Kent might go for and it was Paul Mullen of Wrexham. Because ah, okay. they are at home this weekend. Yeah, and as I'm we know, they've. I'm sick of backing Wrexham because they always let me down when I do. So yeah, because you always back them when they're away, tact. but never when they're at home. They've played ten games at, at home this season. They've won every single one of and them. And that, and the thing is, for me, you can tell I've not got money riding on it because when I'm betting, I will never touch an away team in a month of Sundays. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and maybe I should start betting on it, and then I might start, you know, being a bit more invested. Racecourse fortress. But yeah, Lancaster, <laughs> Langstaff for me. Lancaster. Okay, yeah, they yeah. said that. Colch is hitting brain now, isn't it? It's going down well. <laughs> there we go. Everything you get. <laughs> uh, Skin will stick with you for special. the uh, wild card then. Oh, well, right. So I mentioned in the uh, Loaded Sport group chat earlier in the week that I've got a bit of an interesting one. So I'm going to mix it up slightly for the wild card, lads. So let me know if this is eligible. But I no, do I think. I don't like it already. I'm going to go for I, a point I do again. think. No, I do think that this is uh, this is okay. So. 
Uh, Aggie, you picked Plymouth as your lock of the week, correct? Correct. So as as Aggie mentioned, they are currently top in League One, and Ipswich are just behind them in second place. So it's my wild card, draw. my wild card for this weekend, if you will both allow me, is for first place Plymouth and second place Ipswich to both fail to get the win in their games on Monday afternoon. Mm. What do you so reckon, boys? Neither of the top so, two teams to uh, win. Yeah. I didn't want to just say one, so I thought if I if I go a wild card, if I go so, both, so if just for reference, top... Plymouth are away at Cheltenham, and Ipswich are at home to Oxford. Yeah, and you're just saying they're not going to win either. Neither of them. So even win. if it's a draw, you're golden. Uh, okay, okay, because it's, yeah, it's a double. Because it's a double. Because it's a double. Was, if it was yeah. one of them, I'd probably say not. You're not getting well, double, double points for it, double no, is jeopardy. He? No, it's just one point. It's right. either it's either zero points or one point if they both fail to win. But okay. I thought I thought you're right. If I'd have just said one to draw, like yeah, that's fine. But I thought yeah, well, both second and thir- uh, first and second in the table, neither of them to get three points this week, and I thought that should be enough. So that's a pretty yeah, that's wild fair card. Enough. Okay, bet, I thought okay, okay, uh, Kemp. A little bit more straightforward from my perspective. I'm going to have Aston Villa <laughs> beating Liverpool. That was one, one of mine. Nice. Yeah, I think Villa have, have really bounced since uh, since Stevie G got the boot. And I think Liverpool, as Adam said earlier, just can't seem to find their stride. And a few of their players have featured at the World Cup. Probably not as many as other teams, but, you know... Um, yeah, I think I think they're going to get the win. Although Emmy Martinez not being in goal for Villa slightly concerns me. But I, I was just I, about to say, will we see the return of the king, Emmy Martinez? He's, he's still off his head. He's. We won't. He's still, <laughs> still shagging. Will be on Boxing Day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, he's out. But I still think Villa are going to win. There we go. Over to you, Sam. Right. So I think this uh, this wild card's going to shake up some feathers in here because That's it. I, there was an audible gasp from myself, and I think I said, "Really?" When Kemp come out with. Coventry, I'm not doing too well this year. I'm actually yeah. back in Coventry to beat Sheffield United. Ooh, that's breaking my, out. <laughs> that's my wild card. So Coventry, um, unbeaten at home in the last five. And I have just got a sneaky feeling that Sheffield United might just take the four for gas slightly. And I'm back in Coventry. Nice. Need a win. To, need a win. To, I think a win will take them into the playoffs as well. So. Yeah, I, and they've got a game in hand on Preston, so I, yeah, I'm going to back Coventry there. Yeah, you got more Kemp's... confident as you were explaining it then. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm just looking at the table as, a, as I'm like, oh, didn't see game in hand. Uh, yeah, I'm backing Coventry to beat Sheffield United. I think nice. Kemp's right. There has been a lot of turbulence with the Mike Ashley thing in the background of the stadium, but on the pitch, they've been, I think they've been a revelation to be fair. To, they have to be fair. Considering what they're, they're they're, to do week. No, they have to be fair. And I think I was a bit harsh by saying they've not pulled, pulled up any trees sort of thing because I think they've been doing. Pretty pretty well under the circumstances, but I think the last couple of weeks, these you know, they added turbulence and the fact that we've been able to grind out games is the reason that I backed it. But again, I, I sort of can't disagree really. I think it's something that could could definitely happen. So that's why it's a wild card. I think the nice. um, the beat your boys and all. I'm just looking at results. The beat your boys one nil in Coventry uh, on the nineteenth of October. So yeah, not a Bramall Lane though, is it, baby? Fortress. Not, not, uh, not too long ago. Yeah, you're right. Beautiful it's... downtown Bramall Lane. You're right, it is a bit of a difference maker, but that's my uh, that's, that's the reason why it's a wild card. I like it. I've gone with, despite saying that I'm trying to stay away from the Premier League, Brentford to beat Spurs. 
Nice. I think with Spurs having quite a few players like away it. at the World Cup, Brentford have a lot have had a lot of time to kind of recoup and get themselves ready to go again. They they're side that are knocking on the door of breaking into Europe, and I think at the moment, why breaking not? In. Yeah, Looking. breaking into the top like seven. Like an armed robbery. No, like uh, <laughs> they shouldn't be there, but they're going to be there, sort of breaking, yeah. and they're going to get into the top seven. I think by the end of the season, I'd probably say they're going to finish top seven, but to do that, they've got to beat sides like Spurs, and I think they're going to do it. That's it. My bloody dog. That's the wild card I'm going for. That's football picks of the week. I like it. That's some good stuff in Mm. there. There we go. We'll be back in just a few moments to discuss week 16 of the NFL season. Welcome back to episode 15 of Loaded Sport, where we're Loaded now going to... Sport! Come and get your sexy daily. Where we're now going to review, a preview, fuck off Sam, preview the weekend's <laughs> action of week 16 of the him. NFL season. Why uh, is it the NFL every time? You can't handle it. It's just you guys, isn't it? It's just, we just turn to unprofessionalism oh. for the NFL section, don't we? Uh, joining me to it's, go this is like This is like Loaded Sport after dark, isn't it? Like, this is watershed's gone. <laughs> Like lamp lovers. Yeah. Oh, mate, lamp lovers. <laughs> there's, a thro- there's a throwback for anyone that's still with us in the Remember lamp lovers on Facebook. Oh, my God. Uh, blast from- I don't know where that's popped from. Just, uh, just drop it in chat and tag Liam because he'll, he'll be big for that. <laughs> Shout out, Liam, the pervert. <laughs> anyway, Adam, we're not talking about lovely nudes with lamps in the background. We're talking about NFL. So come on. There we go. Uh, week 16 of the NFL season. Joining me to go through it is Sam and Skin. Kemp has had to uh, leave the call. So the three of us are going to power on to discuss the, for most people, the uh, playoffs of fantasy football. But there's uh, plenty playoffs? of. No one talking about playoffs. <laughs> you would know, mate. You're never there. <laughs> I'll fucking make Super Bowl last year come against you <laughs> yeah no who won that for it playoffs you dumps <laughs> hey, it's, uh, it's me against Aggie at work league this weekend semi-finals only 14 playoff yeah um, as it stands if you if you can just bear with me well I'll fill a little I'm bit set of do you know what I mean I'm um, beating him Adam is currently projected oh no I'm projected to win now Aggie. oh you shit what happened well, the projections must have dropped a little bit. Yeah, it, as it's still panicking okay. his voice. Saying, oh, shit! Like yeah. it's life or death. Mate, he's, Honestly, he's, like, he's like lost three games this season. I've only won about that. Yeah, I've, it's it's he's desperate to beat me this weekend. But as it stands, projection is me 120.73, Aggie 120.24. So it's going to be tight. Oh, oh, just just off the top of my head, there, you must have a shit league. If your players are, are projecting 120s, you must have a, those stack rosters, which means the league is shit. You're it's in. My team is absolutely. Oh, is stacked. it? Oh, I'll, yeah, let I'll crawl back in me hole. There we go. Oh. Um, so, yes, let's start by talking about our sides and the games that they're taking part in. Christmas Eve, six o'clock, red zone. Oh, Saturday, Saturday red zone, lads. I mean, it, this is why it's best time of year, isn't it? There's just, there's just sport being thrown at you, left, yeah. right, centre, at weird, kinky hours. <laughs> oh, yes. Love that. Um, the Chiefs against the Seahawks is the game that I get the luxury of talking about. As a Seahawks fan, I don't really on, want to talk too much about it because I know where it's going to go. The Chiefs are going to absolutely destroy us. We're falling off 
the perch completely. We had a very good start to the season. We surprised a lot of people, and we're now in a position where we're falling further and further You've been found away from out. playoff contention. Yeah. We've been found Lost out. Four out of the last five, Aggie. What's happening? Yeah, Gino's not performing to the same standard as he was before. I'm not sure Surprising whether that's that. just was one of them. Is a, is a very quick question that doesn't necessarily require too much of a detailed answer. But has Gino been found out, or have people realised they need to be just a bit switched on against him? Was there a bit of complacency from teams maybe because Russ had left? It looks like there were a bit of turmoil. Seahawks capitalised on that. And Gino, fair play to him, did play well. But has he been found out or is it just right? I think we need to take these boys a little bit seriously where we necessarily weren't before. I think he's throwing passes that he doesn't need to pass. He's thrown, he's thrown plenty of interceptions over the last couple of weeks, whereas beginning of the season, he'd have probably taken the sack and allowed he us to punch ball it. Didn't trust all at start. Exactly, yeah, and trusted well. the defence. Now he's just throwing it for the sake of throwing it, and it's going to the wrong team. That's now. the Gino Smith. This is why we were all concerned going into the season, and, and very surprised when he, when he kicked off, and you were you were quite happy to stick with him, but this, this is exactly why. We've seen plenty of this from him before. Yeah, well, I've, I stand by the fact that at the moment, I think we've got the number three pick from the Broncos. If it gets to us, for me, we've got to take a quarterback, but there's a lot to look into that. There's still a couple of weeks left of the season before we find out who's got what picks. Uh, Tyler Lockett's now out. He's broke his finger, so he's not going to be playing. We've got loads of issues to look at defensively. We're just poor. And then to go up against the Chiefs, it's not like we're going against a side that's struggling. We're going against the Chiefs that are preparing themselves for winning the AFC entirely. So to me, there's only going to be one winner in that game. And unfortunately, it's not going to be the Seahawks. There's some sweet irony in that, isn't there? In the fact that you're getting the third overall pick from the Broncos. It's taken your old quarterback to make them that bad <laughs> for you to sort out your potential future in a quarterback position. Yeah, there's, there's some, some sweet irony in there. Sweet, there? Yeah, that's the one. Sweet irony, some kind of... Paradox there. It's just, uh, yeah. It's, still yeah some that, you, you always get it in NFL. There's still some on social media that work within, like, on Seahawks podcasts and within media in Seattle that think that we're going to be trading back and not taking a quarterback and sticking with Gino for longer. There's been rumours nah, about sure the not. potential nah. of offering we, we, him a longer We said contract. it last week, didn't they? Like, take a quarterback and sit behind Gino. Like, you don't need to, if you take a quarterback, you don't need to start him. But what it's, an it's going to be a tasty quarterback draft. Deep, very fucking deep. I mean, with us having two, oh. if we don't make the playoffs now, which is looking unlikely that we're going to with the way that we're performing and the rest of the games yeah. that we've got to see out the season, slipping away. Why not just yeah, get that that higher pick for ourselves as well as obviously the Broncos pick? Why not maybe get two in? What is it, the top sixteen, seventeen? Is it something like that that we could we could yeah. get? Why not get two in the top seventeen? There's a couple. I mean, we've looked at a couple of linebackers there, cornerbacks as well to help strengthen defensively. And if we can take a quarterback quite high, why not? I mean, we are being incredibly negative. They're seven and seven. They're, you know, they're like the it's, best non-playoff team in it, the NFC at the minute. So, you know, there are there's a massive chance for them to still make it. There is, but have you seen our schedule? To see um, out the season, we've got the Chiefs, then we've got the Jets, then we've got uh, the Rams. So the Rams, yeah, that's a winnable mm, game. Yeah, the Rams Chiefs probably going to lose to the Jets. I'm not overly you'll, confident. You'll lose to them, but we could we could maybe cause a bit of an upset. The Rams. Don't forget that we they were beat. six and three as well, and now they're seven and seven. So yeah, they're not performing great themselves. But again, we've also got to then hope that results are going our way from the Commanders or the Giants, whichever one of them two wants to slip up, which at the moment looks like being the Commanders. So. Yeah, plenty to look at as the potential of getting into the playoffs, but I really don't see it myself. Hope I'm wrong, but doubt I will be. I'll just have a quick so... glance at your uh, your division there. Did you know the Cardinals have won one game at home all year? They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're one bad. and seven. One and seven at home. 
three and three on the road, not too bad. But one and seven at home is a joke. They, yeah, you, you're never going to be a playoff team with that record, are you? No. They've really struggled this season, and uh, thankfully, it leaves us in a good position to uh, be pushing for the playoffs. It's just the Niners are too good. That's simply it for our division. Yeah, I agree. Come on, Aki, give it a score prediction. I'm not giving you a score prediction. We're going to lose to the Chiefs. That's, By how much? That's it. By, all right, fucking hell. Um, give, give us scores, talk score-wise. How many scores? One score, two score? Um, One million scores. Um, uh, 28-7. Oh, so you literally oh, gave oh, us oh, the oh, actual oh, score. Yeah, we'll take score then, sweet. 28 I didn't say much, did it? There we go. I've, Never have yeah. I known someone to give into peer pressure. <laughs> After someone has <laughs> given up trying seconds. to get some out of them, I was thinking about a score. Oh, well, no, I'll give you the score. No, I'll, I'll be the, the score you wanted 28 28 7. I think the Chiefs are going to win. <sighs> That's going to be a rough game. Yeah, afraid so. Over to you then for the uh, the Patriots game. We're into me now, are we? Yeah, yeah. also Christmas Eve, six o'clock, New England Patriots host Cincinnati Bengals, the inform AFC team. And I am not looking forward to it. Bengals are in sensational form. Beat the Bucks last weekend with that 17-point comeback. Patriots have lost three out of the last four off the back of that, as we discussed in the review show. <sighs> yeah, I still don't know how to describe that last play against Raiders to lose the game. <laughs> and, yeah, I am not really looking forward to this. I don't think it'll be a blowout. Bengals will win, or, or should win at least. We, we can never say for certain, but, yeah. Joey Burrow, 31 touchdowns this season. Mac Jones, seven. <sighs> yeah. It, I'll go Bengals by two touchdowns, but it won't be a, a massively scoring game. We'll go, like, 28-14, something like that, or 21-7. What do you think of uh, Mac Jones's development? I'm joking. I ask it every week. <laughs> <laughs> so, it just gets Here's more upset. Yeah, well, I fucking told you three times. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bengals win by two scores. I say I'm not looking forward to it. Okay, on to Christmas Day football. Oh, what luxury. Day. What a day. Christmas a, Day, six p.m. Picture this. So I've just had. A couple of hours prior, I've had uh, my Christmas dinner. I've yeah. been and seen the family. I'm done, done, yeah. done the rounds. Yeah. I get home maybe about five o'clock. Got a nice, nice tub of celebration sat side of me. A nice glass of port in in the hand. What what celebration are you going for first? Oh, Maltese, mate. Every single day yeah. of the week. Good show. Good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, just uh, flick on. I don't know if it's on Sky Sports. I imagine it will be probably only game. Yeah, it will be. It's so only Monty. game. Yeah. Yep. So flick Sky Sports on and. Um, Unfortunately, listen to Neil Reynolds, but but there we go. It's uh, it's Packers Dolphins in Miami, and I think it's going to be a cracker. Both teams can't really afford to lose it. Dolphins, I know they're in eight and six, decent record, but they've lost the last three in, in games that they could have really won. I think they played the they was in California, weren't they? I think they they beat the Lions, but then they lost. I'm scrambling here. They lost to the Bills in a close game, which fair enough. Yeah, but then close. they lost to the Chargers as well, which was a bit odd. And then they lost to the Niners as well. I just think, mm, I think I've got a funny feeling we might do them, you know. I know we're yeah. going to it as underdogs, um, but Rogers doesn't travel well to, to Florida. But yeah, I think it'll be a cracking game and I can't wait for it. Christmas Day, bring it on. Suppose the important question, sorry to jump in, Aggie, because I know you're the, the man with the questions, but... Does Katie know yet that there's a 
Christmas Day six o'clock kickoff and packing the plane. Bless okay. her, bless her, she does. She, um, I, 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 I broached it quite uh, gingerly, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I says, you know, we're on at six. You know, we're on at six, don't you? At Christmas Day. And she's like, oh, right, okay. Well, it's, you know, it's your Christmas Day as much as anyone else's. So you, you know, you do it on. So she's going to stay at mum and dad's for a bit while the game's on. And I'm going to, because we'll both be at mum and dad's. I'll come back early, watch game then. I'll let her know when game's done and she'll she'll come back yeah. over. So, yeah. Like it, mate. Like it. But yeah, Miami lost their last three games, as you mentioned. Two fairly strong sides. You know, give them some credit. They've not had a sort of surprise loss. Of, of sorts, but it's the right time to be playing them into going eight and three yeah. to eight and six. So, yeah, and Packers won their last two as well. So, so yeah, Packers yeah. are in Packers are in playoff mode now. It's literally win every single game, or or your or, or your seasons are done. One loss yeah. out of the last three, and it's over. So, yeah, I think um, I think Rogers has been in this situation before, and I think he'll um, I think he'll get it done. So, but we'll see. I think you're getting playoffs. So... No, I'm talking all right. About you mean against one game at a time? One game at a time. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there we go then. Okay, yeah. There's uh, there's the uh, discussion about each of our teams: Packers playing Christmas Day, Seahawks and Patriots playing on Christmas Eve. So let's move on to the locks of the week for the let's NFL. We will start. We'll follow the same order as we went through last time. So we'll start skin with yourself. Oh, I weren't sure if we'd mix it if you'd done two separate draws, but... I've not, but I could do um, that for no, next why time. not? Keep up. No, that's fine, mate. It's fine. I will take my first choice pick then, which is the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the yes. Seahawks, as we've just discussed. Um, yep, as we know, the lock of the week, the definition of it is the team that you are most confident in winning. Put your uh, life on. Uh, Put your yeah, life on, mate. Winning at that certain point. I've been very successful in my locks. Uh, since we started doing this, Kansas City 11 and 3, flying in form, everything that Aggies just said. So, yeah, Kansas City have got to be my lock this week if I get first choice. Yeah, do not blame you at all. Sam? <clears throat> I'm not going to waffle on too much about this pick because I think it speaks for itself. I'm taking the Bills to beat the Bears. Ah, 11 gosh. and 3 versus 3 and 11, enough said. I did have that, which means now I've got to go on to uh, my second one, which is the Bucks to beat the Cards on Mate, Sunday they were night. My backup. They're my second choice. If the books don't, if so the books uh, don't win out, whoever wins the NFC South will win it with a losing record. Yeah, that's correct. Just to put that into perspective of how bad the NFC South is, um, the books have been struggling on offense for a while, but the Cards' defense is ranked 30th against the pass and 32nd against quarterback completions. They're allowing 4.8 yards per carry against running backs, and the rumor is at the moment is that Trace McSorley is going to start as the third choice quarterback, yeah. he's going to start the game. Last week when he came into the game, he got seven completions out of 15 attempts, 95 yards, two interceptions, and finished on a 27.8 passer rating. Yeah, and Buck's defense is very good. So, yeah, like I said, they were my backup, mate. Uh, I, I'm fully with you on that choice. So, uh, I'm going to go with... <laughs> Sam's just fuming because he realised he's got to have him to the bet. That's why I was like, oh, Buck's <laughs> is exactly so iffy. It. Do, you, exactly do you not think? It. They're just not very good this year. Not very good at all. They're nowhere near the team we've seen in, in years past. I've watched them a couple of times. They've been on about them on Good Morning Football, and it's just, it, it seems, it's screaming Brady's last rodeo, but yeah. who knows? It is, mm, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think they're a very good team at the minute. I agree they're not, but at the same time, the cards are just so bad. And <laughs> Yeah, but like I just said, they're three and three on road. They're not that bad, actually, on road. But they're... as you say, Tr- Trace McSorley, um, yeah, it's, it's not too bad, I guess. If it makes you feel better, mate, it's in Arizona, so. 
And they've lost oh, the last is, four. Isn't it? Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So them lump on books. One and seven. <laughs> happy days. He's happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh yeah, 14. they've lost Let's one. And, they've uh, they're one and seven at home, aren't they? So there you go. Says it so all. that's that's the end of our locks. So just a quick recap on my betting app, as I like to do now. That would make it a sevenfold because unfortunately we haven't got Mr. Kemp's prediction on the on the NFL. So that would be Sheffield United, Preston, Plymouth, Knox County, the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. All to win would be just a slither under fourteen to one, thirteen point nine five to one. And I'll be having my ten pound bet on that. Thank you very much. And what was yeah, the odds? Close off Christmas, wasn't it? What did you say? What, what was, was the odds? Sorry, thirteen point nine five. So let's call oh, it fourteen to one. Just under under fifty quid. Then won't it return? There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, fingers crossed for you. I'll carry so things. Right. Just remember, if anyone is joining in, to bet responsibly. Yes. And only only gamble what you can afford to lose. Let's do the disclaimers. I forgot all about them. Um, going on to the scores for the uh, lock of the week, I'm gonna go with um Jerick McKinnon. I fucking knew you were going to go He loves Jack McKinnon, oh, doesn't he? Mate. He's all in on him. I fucking knew it were happening. I've picked him up in three fantasy leagues this week. So <laughs> <laughs> I am all in on Jerick McKinnon having a good week against the Seahawks. I have done my homework. Our defence has allowed 19 rushing touchdowns this season, 2,269 rushing yards this season. And in his last two games, McKinnon has 16 attempts for 74 yards and one rushing touchdown. But he's also chipped in on the receiving side of things with three receiving touchdowns and 182 receiving yards. So uh, I, I bet on him to get at least, uh, same as what he got last week, actually, a receiving and a rushing touchdown. I did that with Joe Mixon. He didn't score any. So I'm going to go with it with Jarek McKinnon. I think our defense is so bad that he's going he's gonna to get that. Mm. Fair. There we go. Sam? Ooh, I'm teetering. I'm teetering. So I've got two in mind here. And I okay. think they're both. Go where you got. Got right. Just don't okay. pick the one that I've got. Oh, I'm gonna go with Stefan Diggs against the Bears. Yeah, obviously I've got them as my lock. I've done this quite a few times where I've backed the the, the scorer from my lock. Um, Stefan Diggs ten TDs this season. However, he's had zero touchdowns in his last two games, so I'm fully expecting it. The Bears are almost a perfect bounce back team. So I'm expecting him to come back and uh, get a tuddy against against the, uh, the pretty poor Bears defense. I hope you're right. Nice. I really hope you're right. Skin. Um, I am going to go for my second time in the three weeks. The King Derek Henry. He is facing the Houston Texans, who currently have the worst rushing defense in the league. So I have no reason to come away from him after he was successful for me a couple of weeks ago. Are we allowing that? Can you keep going for the same every week? Of course you can. Mm. He's, he's not going to score every week, is he? No, I suppose. Okay, fair enough. We'll stick with you for the wildcard selections. So I'm about to fuck shit up because okay, I've just said Derek Henry to score a touchdown against the worst rated or worst ranked rush defence in the National go. Football League. But my wildcard for this weekend is the Houston Texans wow. to beat the Tennessee wow. Titans. Wow, wow, wow. You know what's even crazier? You've just fucking took mine as well. I'm <laughs> yeah! Fully, I'm fully on you, mate. I'm fully yeah! with you. I, I, I've, I've got a sneaky feeling too, so I'm weird on it. I'm weird all yes. the way. Love it, love it, love it. Texans, yes, they are the number, or they are due to have the first pick in the upcoming draft with their 1-12-1 record. 
Uh, but the Tennessee Titans have lost four out of their last five games. Well, they've lost the last four games in a row. They got battered by Ireland. Philadelphia. They got battered by Jacksonville. Yes, they had a tight game against Chargers, but they're absolutely battered to the back knacker. And Houston, in their last two games, have had very, very, very close so losses to the Chiefs. Exactly. So competitive. Chiefs and Dallas. We spoke about that on uh, earlier in the week on the review show. So I'm going to take a punt and I'm going to go with the Texans as my uh, wildcard pick. So sorry, Sam. No, fantastic, Sorry, mate. mate. I got them as well. You got them as well? Yeah. A clean oh sweep on the God. wild card. Holy shit. shit. That's the first time that's ever happened. And we've yeah. all, we all fancy a one-win team. Love that. Love that. Amazing. Is that set for science, does it? <laughs> that's fell to me now, hasn't it? It has, yeah. So I'm going to put this to you. I'm going to, if you let me have it or not. Okay. I am wanting the Packers to beat the Dolphins in Miami. I, I looked at the betting spread and we are underdogs and we're 17 to 10. So I'm going to yeah, let you can have you, it for me. I'd, I'd let you have that. Yeah, 17 to 10. We are we are underdogs. I think they're about a six-point favourite, I think, Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, you can have it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to back my boys. We, we, last week as well, backed them as my lock to beat the Rams. This week, it's a wild card. It's, I don't fancy them quite as much, but... That's, the, that's what the point of a wild card is, isn't it? As I say, so, Packers don't usually travel well to Florida as a rule of thumb. So we kind of melt in the summer, sun, well, the winter sun. So I'm going for it. Why not? Yeah, no, it's a, Love it. a good shout. Um, I'm going to have to go with my backup then, which is the Colts to beat the Chargers. I'm hoping uh, I can have Ooh. that one. Mm. Colts announced today that they're dropping Matt Ryan and Nick Foles will be starting. I've seen that. Yep, I saw that about 20 minutes after I'd done all my research on the Colts to beat the Chargers. <laughs> so, uh, You're still stuck with it, yeah. I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Um, the Colts have lost four on the bounce, so I'm going to take that as a wild card as they go up against the Chargers, who have won two on the bounce and are in very close proximity of claiming a wild card spot in the AFC. Um, so I'm going to go with the Colts. I think last week against the Vikings, they proved that they can do it even without Jonathan Taylor. He went down quite early and, and left the game. He's out. I think he's going to miss the entire of the season. So, to me, it's going to be a case of if they can perform like that and learn from their mistakes, then they ain't going to throw another 33-point lead away. Um, and the Chargers, I think, last week, um, looking at the stats for Justin Herbert, he threw for 313 yards, two interceptions, with a 68.9 passer rating against the Titans defense that hasn't been that great, but he didn't throw a touchdown either for mm. the Chargers. So, I He's think... justified that, any. Yeah, definitely. Done his own work, hasn't he? I'm going to stick with the Colts on that one. So that's uh, that's my wild card. I think that is all the wild cards and the locks. Skin, have you got the, the, the more written down? I've got it, mate. I've already sent it to the group chat and I will uh, keep track as the weekend goes on. Ready to review them on Monday night's recording for Tuesday's release. Mm, lovely. I've seen, I've seen something just uh, while we're on the subject of NFL. Uh, over the last week or so, I'm going to shout out my boy, Liam. Liam Godber here, a big Ravens okay. fan. Um, I see, yeah, well, I seen him tweet something the other day about uh, their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. Okay. Uh, Greg Roman has a history of being a pretty good uh, play caller in the NFL. Yep. They had the, I think they had the all time rushing offense a few years back with the uh, three headed beast in the backfield plus Lamar. Yeah. Uh, but now everybody in uh, Ravens flock, as they call them, they want him gone. They all want him out. I'll have out of town. But bring him to bring him to New England. Bad, would it? <laughs> I'll, I'll take, I'll take him. What you've, what you've currently got. Yeah, exactly, mate. Um, what's uh, what's the reason for it? 
Uh, well, I was just about to say last um, last five games, and this is all going to come down to a big Lamar contract, by the way. So yeah. last five games, Ravens points per game thirteen point eight, dead last in the NFL. Uh, obviously, we know Lamar's gone down. That's why I'm saying the cut big contract for him. They, they, they just can't seem to run that offense without him. Uh, pass yards per game, 169, 27th in the league. Wide receiver touchdowns last five games, zero. Red zone efficiency, 31%, 30th in the league. So them stats, wow. absolutely damning. And you've just got to say Lamar's in a great uh, great position there for his contract negotiations with that front office who are being quite stubborn with him. I think previously he was offered $250 million. Uh, contract, but it was 133 million guaranteed. You can you can bet your bottom dollar after that. Uh, put intended after that last five games, I think that offer might just increase with the with guaranteed money. Yeah, definitely makes yeah. all the difference, doesn't it? Is is it that Greg Roman's not good enough, or is it just that if he's missing key players, anyone in that situation would struggle to to perform at their best on field and off field with the coaching staff? So. Yeah, but yeah, they've completely good. stalled. It's not like they've just done enough to scrape by. They're, like, they're not near enough dead last in all offensive categories. It's like it's absolutely fell off a cliff. And the, the job of the offensive coordinator is to work with what you've got. And if he hasn't got it, you work with, you know, it's next man up, isn't it? And I think they've got Brett Unley as the fourth string QB. Not starting, but, you know, he's, he's an option. And yeah. after having him at Green Bay, I know, I know what that must feel like. Um, just before we go on to your, your question of the podcast... Um, I just want to give a shout out to Franco Harris, who died this week, age seventy-two. The uh, the score of the immaculate reception, Steelers legend, NFL oh, legend. Nice. Yeah. So um, yeah, so it's been a big uh, big loss in the NFL this week, and I just thought I'd uh, mention it on the podcast. Yeah. Well, on that note, and out of respect, I'm not going to ask a question of the episode, mainly because my question of the episode was for Kemp. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll save it for next week, but. Uh, what I will close off on is just giving the the people the usual places to go. If you if you are joining us and you found us in a random place, you know our name's been out there on Twitter today with how many how many impressions, Sam? About thirty odd thousand, was it? Thirty five thousand last time I checked. Yeah, thirty five thousand. As we as we put earlier in the week about the success we've had on TikTok over the last few days. So if you are finding us in in random places. Um, search for us in the following places to find us wherever you want to Loaded Spot on Facebook at Loaded Spot on Twitter at Loaded underscore every fucking week I struggle with that at it underscore sports on Instagram at Loaded Spot on TikTok and then to listen to us on Spotify or YouTube just search for Loaded Spot for both make sure you follow make sure you subscribe give us a rating on Spotify if you can and as always, uh, recommend us as well because word of mouth, if you're enjoying it, you know, like-minded people that will enjoy the sports knowledge, the predictions, the analysis, and most of all, the laughs that come along with it, then uh, that will help us get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm excited to see where we're going to be in the next few months and in the next few years. So, yeah, we'll we'll close on that this week and we'll uh, we'll save the question of the episode for when Kemp's back. Preach it, sister. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a good one.